Spain. And joining me on the phone right now is Aaron Wilson. Aaron, are you there? I am. Hi. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Aaron, uh, you are probably more well-known by my audience as an actor. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have directed a film in this year's New Zealand International Film Festival called Dog's Best Friend. That's right, I have. Uh, yeah, sorry, you go. Oh, no, this sounds like uh, an amazing story uh, about a canine rehabilitation centre. Um, I was wondering, could you tell us a bit about it and how you found out about the story? Yeah, well, um, I grew up um, with dogs in the family. Um, we always had a couple of dogs, um, and, you know, those, they'd die of old age and we'd get a, we'd get a, a couple more. There were always at least two, and um, so I'd, I've always been a dog lover. And, um, yeah, I, I trained as an actor and I was working as an actor, and it's pretty, it's quite a um, sort of a natural progression, I guess, for um, acting types to kind of, um, I don't know, get, get into directing eventually. Mm. So I was looking for, a, looking for a project that I might direct, and um, my mum... Uh, believe it or not, Mum actually got in touch with me um, via text, and she said, "Oh, there's this guy who does these amazing things on YouTube with dogs. You should check it out." So I did, and um, it was Jacob Lezak, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's amazing!" And um, I thought that that's my project. I'm gonna, I think it's documentary, and I, I'd like to think it was him that I made it about. And I literally just cold emailed him and said, "Hey, mate, has anyone ever uh, done anything about you in a documentary sense?" Would you be interested? And he got straight back to me and said, no, um, come tomorrow if you want. Come as long as you like. Let's do it. And <laughs> two weeks later, I was on a plane to Sydney. We're making a documentary. That's amazing. So uh, Jacob has this rehabilitation centre. It sounds like it's outside of Sydney. Yeah. Um, and he's in Rouse Hill, which is, he's in Rouse Hill, which is sort of northwest Sydney. So it's about an hour away from the airport. Right. Uh, and he works with specifically aggressive dogs or antisocial dogs. Yeah, well, he he specialises in all the bull breeds um, and uh, all the powerful breeds. Um, he has sort of your domestic dog that's kind of having problems that we might be able to re- relate to, um, right through to the extreme cases where you know the dog's about to be put down at a pound and he's gone and sort of rescued it and. Um, you know, given it its last chance, I guess mm. um, he's often he's often the last stop before these dogs lose their lives. And um, he's got about at the moment he's got about twenty seven dogs on the property. Um, about sort of fifteen of those are his own dogs that he's had um, since the puppies, or he's rescued as young dogs and rehabbed and kept them for himself. Um, but he's also look he gets people who bring their extreme um, cases along, drop the dog off for rehab. And he's never seen them again. Wow! So he's like wow. In, he's like he's inherited these dogs because people just don't want to have anything to do with them anymore. Um, yeah, and it's, that that's his life. It's what he does twenty four seven. He doesn't go out. He has no social life, and he has a lovely wife and um, uh, four kids. And um, yeah, he lives, breeds dogs. That's amazing. And so, how long did it take to film? How long were you uh, were you there with him? Yeah, well, we actually. Initially, I wanted to go over there because I, I didn't want to um, apply for funds through the traditional kind of channels because I just didn't want to be held up by people saying, no, you need to sort your application out. It's not quite right. You know, what exactly are you going to do? 
And so I went, okay, I'm going to crowdsource fund this. So it was early. I mean, we I started this four years ago, by the way. That's how long it's taken. Oh, wow. Um, and, yeah, so, you know, Kickstarter and um, was was quite new back then, certainly in New Zealand. And But I went over with the express um, idea of getting enough footage to shoot a Kickstarter video so that I could sell the idea of making the film to the mm. general public and see if I could um, get some funds behind us. So we did that, and then we did the Kickstarter campaign, raised $34,000. 324 people gave us a total of 34 grand, um, which just blew me away. And then we started making the actual documentary. We went over, it took us about 18 months, and we went over about, um, I don't know, six times. And each time we stayed an average of three to seven days at a time over 18 months. Wow, that's... uh quite a lot of time with the with the subject did you find yourself losing objectivity spending that much time around no well look the the, the thing that i well look when i first started making the documentary i was i thought i was going to talk to lots of different rehab people i was going to talk to vets i was going to get some statistics on dog euthanasia i was going to you know dig deeper and i and i realized that i was starting to make like a 60 minutes news story and i was like that's actually not what I want to make and I was like I, I want this to be cinematic what's the key into that and look the, what I realised the more time I spent with Jacob he became the intriguing part of the project he became more interesting his wife Jenna became really interesting to me I found out that Jacob was an ex-soldier he was a sniper he fought in Kosovo and Afghanistan and these are all things that came up once I got to know the guy all I had was dogs to start with, but I started finding out all this other information. And as you can imagine, you know, I started making these kind of connections between, you know, it's no coincidence that he, it's like the dogs are his therapy as much as he is theirs. And Jenna, his wife, she's got a pretty colorful background and it's really clear that he's her therapy as well. And if you see the film, you start drawing all these conclusions and it's, it's, you know, it's right on the money. Like I, I just became more and more intrigued with the man, and and there was there are lots of different um, sort of things going on, and, and and he's such an interesting character, and the stuff he's been through, and the film becomes a standalone film that's not just about dogs, mm. um, and um, I didn't realise quite what I had until we got a fair way down the track, and I'd spent a lot of time with him, but there was definitely a point where I went, the film was going to be only about him, and only about what he does. And um, it just got more concentrated, if anything. I, I don't feel like I lost objectivity at all. If anything, we were just really, really comfortable around each other. And the camera was like, you know, another friend. He got really used to that as well. And um, it was just, yeah, it was a pleasure. And look, Jacob and Jenna, they're, they're kind of like my really close friends now. That was the other thing. This project led to this amazing friendship that I now have with these really cool people who who rehabilitate dogs that um, all the other humans are given up on. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I I just, I could imagine it would be difficult spending that much time with uh, human and animal subjects. I yeah. melt every time I see a dog, so um, yes. I, would, I would find that difficult, I feel. Um, you said that this uh, was your directorial debut, but you've uh, yeah. directed since? Is that yeah, a... Well, I, um yeah, what, well, what happened was I, I directed this, and you sort of, with, with documentary, 
I mean, yes, I'm the director, and you direct it, but you don't sort of direct it in a, in a traditional sense. You, you, I, I would call myself a filmmaker because you're, um, you know, you're. It's not as though you've got a script and you're like, we're going to shoot scene one today and scene two tomorrow, and 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 you know, you're directing actors and like to me, that's kind of like a traditional sort of director, I guess. Yeah. But um, um, but what I did was I made the, the documentary, and then the very next thing I thought I want to rest from that style. And the very next thing I did was like I um, I wrote a, a short film script and I applied to the New Zealand Film Commission um, for funds and we got um, money to make a short film um, as part of the uh, Fresh Shorts program that the Film Commission has. Oh great! And so oh, that great. that's in post production at the moment. So um, I have yeah. So I have a short film in post. Um, and then beyond that, I'm going to um, I have another documentary idea. Um, it's not it's not an animal one, but it's um, I, now that I sort of know what I'm doing, I, I go, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a really cool idea. And I've also got an idea for a feature film script that I'm sort of developing too. So um, I'm finding it incredibly rewarding since I've got into directing. Acting such a, um, you know, you're always being told you're right, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're right, you're wrong, you know, and you, and you sort of have no power. Um, and so with the, but with the directing, I've felt this real incredible sense of like, sort of being expressed and having some control over my destiny and my career and um, I look if anybody's out there who wants to make who's always been interested in a topic and wanted to make a documentary I just go just do it man like it's changed my when I say it's changed my life it sounds pretty epic but it, but it has and now that the film's doing quite well um, it's really nice being able to sort of celebrate the film and show New Zealand the film and um, get some of the lovely feedback that we've had People see the film as um, it's not just a dog film. People are making all these sort of connections with the film personally, and um, I've only had amazing comments. We've had um, a couple of fantastic reviews as well. So um, yeah, if you're at, if you're going to go to a festival film as part of the NZIFF, then um, I can confidently say that um, you'll enjoy Dog's Best Friend just because I've I've heard nothing else but um, good things about it, which is so so nice to hear. Yeah, I'd really like to see the moment of Zen during the dog massage. Uh, that <laughs> yes, sounds. Who told you about that? How did you know about that? That sounds. Uh, it's in the exhaustive research that I've been doing. I've been uh, <laughs> trolling. I haven't been able to find a screener, but I was. Uh, I've trolled every press release I can find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. People, sorry, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I was just going to say, people, um, uh, when you sit and watch the film, there are parts of the film that you think. I found this quite um, charming or quite funny. I'm sure people out there will like that too. But it's amazing when you sit there and there's these, all these little things that the audience react to. And when you're doing it en masse in amongst the audience, you realise the stuff you know that they find funny that you didn't even think was funny. Um, and that's that's why that thing of um, you know people kind of watch movies. We'll wait till it goes to video, or we watch it on the small screen, but. Sitting with an audience watching a film up big um, as a collective experience is actually quite unique, and it's something we don't do as much of these days. But it really does. The film comes to life when you watch it on that scale, you know. Um, but yeah, the dog massage thing. Um, like I, there are there are guaranteed laughs in the film just because it, people laugh every time, and it's a dog lover thing. There are things that the dogs do all through the film, um, and you just can feel people out there who get that dog thing in that dog world they can just so readily relate to stuff and um i didn't realize look i'm a dog lover from way back 
and, and, and I realise there are people out there that love dogs, but some people that are out there who love dogs are absolutely nuts about dogs, <laughs> and which is, uh, is great. But you just sort of go, wow, people are loving how dog-centric the film is, you know? They love... People just sit and watch the dogs in the film. They talk about what the dogs did, and I'm like, oh, did they? And they're like, yeah, when the dog sat down and did that and da-da-da, and I'm like, oh, I haven't even... I haven't watched it in that kind of detail, you know? But people are getting all sorts of stuff out of it. It's lovely. Oh, well, that's really nice to hear. Uh, thank you very much for your time this morning, Aaron. Uh, and audience, if... You like what you hear. The uh, dog's best friend is on tomorrow morning at Rialto Cinemas, August 14th, and then again on the 26th at Rialto. Uh, buy oh, your wow. tickets online at nziff.co.nz. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Aaron. A pleasure, mate. And look, if anyone wants to come and check us out on our Facebook page, and I'd love to chat to you one on one because it's just me running it. So give us some feedback, be nice. Rad. That's, uh, that's a very nice offer. Uh, thank, thank you. Thanks, mate.